A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there, and Happy New Year. Yes, yes, 2022 has come to a close, and we now embark on the new year of 2023. A very ugly number, if you ask me, quite frankly. But on this episode, we're going to be giving some honors to the top five stories of the year. And it was really hard for me to narrow it down. There was just so much that happened this year. So many things, so many different directions, so many different trends that just never left us, that were just constant stories throughout the year that were haunting us like the ghost of globalist past. But we're going to dive right in to these top five stories of the year. We're going to talk about how they started, how they progressed, and uh, where they're going in the future. So without any more preamble, let us kick it off, shall we? Number five. So number five here on Connect Those Dots, top five stories of the year, is uh, a trend that I didn't really give too much direct focus to on any of my shows, but I'm going to give it the attention that it deserves right here on this list, kicking off this list of the ferocious five the furious five of 2022 and that is the open border crisis now how did this start well it started when joe biden got into office as soon as he got into office boom border flooding wide open but why are we surprised why does this surprise us at all he told us If I get into office, Jack, the first thing I'm going to do is tell everybody to surge the border. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. His words, not mine. But now here we are with pretty much two years of an open border. Wide open border. Children being trafficked, families being trafficked, coyotes, cartel, drugs, fentanyl, sex trafficking, you name it. It's all going down at that border. And it's all being facilitated by the White House and by the United Nations. Yes, the United Nations. So if we all do a little experiment at home, if you go on the United Nations website... 
and you search replacement migration, you will see an entire page dedicated to their philosophy of replacement migration. But if you talk about it, they say it doesn't exist and that you're a a xenophobic, racist, white supremacist, nationalist, yada, 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 all the ists that they can call you under the sun if you mention that it exists. But the UN literally has it on their website. And what is replacement migration? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. Flooding countries with immigrants and migrants without any vetting, without any checks and balances, without any real system. They just go right across the border and they're hoping to be detained by Border Patrol because the Border Patrol has literally been ordered to facilitate the ingratiation of these illegal migrants. Okay? It's just happening. There's a shuttle service now, huh? Really? There's no one patrolling the border. What's that? There's no one patrolling the border. We just show up and just start grabbing people with backpacks. Really? How many like this a day? Over a thousand. Over a thousand per day. So, just totally open. And right there, just through that one hole. Half hole, some down that way. Wow. Thousand per day. Holy shit. Right Holy shit. Bye-bye. So these white vans, they just come down every so often and pick people up? Yeah, we don't really have enough people to even pick up the ones that are coming across. So yeah. Sometimes they're waiting out there a long time and they get tired of waiting and start coming into town. Because I was just sitting here and they came up to me asking me for help. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, can you call it? Do people call in all the time with groups coming up to people and asking for help and stuff? Like, yeah, they'll call the Ubers, they'll have them off at the station. Wow. Is there a certain time or is it just all day long? Wow. Take it easy, brother. So there you have it right there from the Border Patrol's mouth themselves. They can't do anything about it. They're told to do this. They don't think it's right to do, but they do it anyway. Because you know what? <laughs> Border Patrol got kids. Border Patrol officers got to put food on the table. Hey, Illuminati got kids. (laughs) (laughs) They got kids. (laughs) They're following orders. And that's pretty much the theme of all of these stories. Just following orders. And we all know where that gets us, right? But funny enough... Joe Biden said surge the border and that, oh, we're a country that ingratiates immigrants and, oh, if if you're seeking asylum and you're seeking to leave a tyrannical country, we want to take you in. We want to be that big brother for you. No pun intended. But, yeah, we want to be that big brother for you. We want to take you in. and We love you so much, all you illegal immigrants. But here's Corrine Jean-Pierre saying that there is no open border. And saying that if you do, if you dare say that there is an open border, well, you're just doing the bidding of the smugglers. The smugglers are spreading misinformation we about know an open border. Uh, will try to spread misinformation to take advantage of these vulnerable uh, migrants. But I want to be very clear here. Uh, the fact is that so the removal by Jean of Title Pierre's own does not logic, mean the border is open. Is, uh, uh, is Joe Biden spreading the misinformation of the, the smugglers? Of smugglers who, again, smuggling misinformation? How are these smugglers spreading misinformation? Do the do the smugglers have their own media outlet do they have their own social media big tech platform do they run any media corporations do they fund any media corporations 
So it's just nonsense of this, don't believe your own eyes, just turn a blind eye to the open border, turn a blind eye to your country being completely replaced, and just accept it, and smile, and say, yeah, I'm liberal, I love illegal immigrants, and if you don't think we should have illegal immigrants, you're just racist. But what is a country without a border? It's not a country at all. And that right there, folks, is the entire point of the one world government, new world order, great reset plan. No borders, no walls, no USA at all. Why do you think Antifa chants that all the time? We know smugglers uh, will try to spread misinformation to take advantage of these vulnerable uh, migrants. But I want to be very clear here. Uh, the fact is that the removal of Title 42 does not mean the border is open. Uh, anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers who, again, are spreading misinformation. Bruh. So that's where we are right now with uh, this border crisis. Kilos of fentanyl being smuggled across the border. Children being handed off to strangers. And they literally admit it. They admit it. They're like, I have been handed off to a stranger. My sponsor uses me as a sex slave. And uh, they essentially have no recourse other than to live as human trafficked sex slaves. And this is what's going on at our southern border. All facilitated by the White House and the United Nations. Hundreds of thousands of illegal migrants going completely uncontested across the border. Hundreds of thousands every single day. They have a live camera that they have hooked up at the border that just shows it. It's an endless line. It looks like it looks like a, when Moses parted the Red Sea and there was this exodus of just a sea of people just flooding across. Endless line of people just walking across the border. You could go on YouTube and look it up, but live camera southern border, it's 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 there. You could just sit there and watch it all day. So where is this going? I think we know the answer to that. If you understand the Great Reset, if you understand the replacement migration and the point of it, if you understand the fact that they don't want America to have any of its American values, they want America to be completely unrecognizable from the ideals that it was founded upon, you know where this leads. Because they come across the border and they say, oh, Biden sent me. I'm, I'm here because Biden told me I can cross the border. So they want to replace a population of cultured Americans that believe in the ideals that the country was founded upon. And I'm not demonizing every single illegal immigrant. I know a lot of people come across the border seeking better lives, seeking the quote-unquote American dream that is ever-dwindling, ever-evaporating right before our eyes, whatever the American dream is, it's essentially the American nightmare now. But the Democrats know that they can have a population of not well-researched people and uh, people that can be easily manipulated into just voting Democrat for the rest of their lives. 
I mean, Lyndon B. Johnson said that we, we're going to have the black people voting Democrat for the rest of their lives. And uh, as you see, as you can see, um, as Joe Biden even says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. So the Democrats think that they own black people, and they want to own that illegal immigrant turned into new American population of just people that just want handouts and that will vote for anything that the Democratic Party um, puts in their face. And let's hear Joe Biden again say it himself. By 2040, this country is going to be minority white European and Hispanic people are going to outnumber everybody. Here, here he is. He says it. He said it in 2020, right when he got elected. So he knows the whole scoop. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans, but because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Hear me? Minority white European. And you guys are going to have to start working more with Hispanics, who make up a larger portion of the population than y'all do, in terms of raw numbers. So it's a pretty easy prediction to make that uh, in 2023, we're not going to see this border crisis uh, letting up at all. I think we're going to see it accelerate. I think we're going to see it just become normalized at this point, which it already is. People already don't care. People are already turning a blind eye. People are already just saying, I got open border. I, I can't even worry about that. I can't even think about that. I got my own problems to worry about. But this is all part of the replacement migration initiative of the UN. And it's not just happening in America. It's happening in all westernized countries. From Australia to the UK with all of the uh, Muslim migrants that are coming into these countries. Even in Ireland. Ireland is, is being completely overrun with Somali migrants and migrants from the Middle East. And nobody talks about it. And it's all about breaking down the cultures that have been cultivated in these countries, what these countries stand for, infecting them with a population that, that does not share the same values of the country, and in essence, making the country completely unrecognizable when all is said and done. So there you go. Number five right there. The open border crisis. And it isn't letting up anytime soon. Let's jump into number four now. And number four is the whole stand with Ukraine, Ukraine versus Russia, Putin bad, Zelensky is your god, give money to Ukraine, give money, give money, give money, only give money to Ukraine, only give money to Ukraine, don't give any money to U.S. citizens, only give money to Ukraine, fund this proxy war, make money off the stock market. And the weapons defense companies, more war, more war, more war, stand with Ukraine, stand with Ukraine, you bigot. But this Ukraine situation is only getting more and more intense and more dire by the day. And I want to talk about Volodymyr Zelensky, this guy that they just tell you to blindly worship. That they bring to the White House, he's wearing pajamas, he's wearing a hoodless hoodie. 
and he's sitting there at the podium and everybody's bowing to his feet in one of the most disgusting displays of government corruption and pageantry that I've ever seen. It it was absolutely disgusting when they paraded this Zelensky guy around in the White House and all of these politicians were sitting there fawning over him. So let me tell you a little bit about Volodymyr Zelensky. Volodymyr Zelensky was a Ukrainian comedian, actor, and a boy band member. And he was inserted as the Ukrainian leader after the overthrow of Ukraine that was prompted and facilitated by none other than George Soros, okay? Don't believe me? Let him tell you himself and listen to him brag about it. Well, I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, And the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. And it played a an important part in events now. And they inserted this Zelensky guy in there, not because they thought he was a great leader, not because they thought he was going to be a strong and influential, upstanding individual for the Ukrainian people. No, because he was a malleable, obedient little puppet of the establishment, and he was going to say how high whenever he was told to jump. Why though? Why? Why overthrow Ukraine? Why insert a puppet? Well, it's all because of the New World Order. It's all because of the Great Reset. It's all because of the One World Government. See, Russia is very patriotic. And Russia wants to be strong on the world stage. Just like, kind of like China, you know? Or kind of like how America used to be just, you know, a few years ago. Before uh, Sleepy Joe, before the whole COVID pandemic, right? So Russia just wants to be strong in Russia, and they want to be patriotic. And they were on good terms with the Ukraine. Or they were going to be on good terms. That Things were looking up for the relationship between Russia and the Ukraine. Then the overthrow happened. They insert Zelensky. NATO gets involved. NATO is pretty much just another... One world government, NGO, military wing of the New World Order Initiative. And they can't have independent countries. They can't have patriotism in your own country. They can't have nationalism. So they insert the Zelensky guy. They get this puppet. And the conflict between Russia and Ukraine begins to heat up. All by design. That's all it is. That's all it's for. It's all for the one world government. That's all this whole Ukraine thing is about. Don't be fooled. Don't think it's about saving the democracy of Ukraine and standing up for the freedom of Ukraine and Russia bad because they're a big country, like Kamala Harris says. Russia's a big country and Ukraine's a small country. <laughs> so Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically that's wrong. Because there is no democracy in Ukraine. There is no freedom in Ukraine. The Zelensky regime has canceled, outlawed, 
and literally made it illegal. They have outlawed any sort of opposition party. That's like if Joe Biden came out today and said, I'm canceling the Republican Party. If you're a Republican, it is now illegal and we will come at you with legal action if you claim to be a Republican. There is one party rule in Ukraine. Zelensky regime has also shut down any media outlets in the Ukraine that do not agree with him. If you have any sort of critical insight against the Zelensky regime, your media outlet will be raided intensely with guns. No joke. No exaggeration. Ukraine is under one party dictatorial rule under this Zelensky fellow that they try to brainwash you into thinking that he is this nice guy, this 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 guy that's got, got the weight of the world on his shoulders. He can't even wear a suit anymore. He always just walks around in, in military garb, in fatigues, like he's on the battlefield himself. But he ain't on the battlefield. He's, he's sitting underneath a shower head that's bathing him with billions upon billions upon billions and 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 billions of dollars all coming from right here in good old America I'm telling you billions upon billions upon billions of dollars and it ain't stopping it's only ramping up so this Zelensky guy that they put in front of your face all the time and all their hashtags stand with Ukraine and all their little Ukrainian flag virtue signals and the New York Post that publishes their newspaper every single day with the Ukrainian flag right there next to the American flag on the same exact plateau as the American flag. Yes, the New York Post that's supposed to be the fair and balanced newspaper it's all just more ingratiation, more homogenization of world powers, more one world government fusion to take the individuality out of countries. Because it's not just Ukraine that's at war with Russia. We are at war with Russia. And our politicians admit it. So from Joe Biden to Kamala Harris to the MSNBC and CNN talking heads down to bitch McConnell himself. Making sure the Defense Department can deal <clears throat> with the major threats coming from Russia and China. Providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now. We for all extensive purposes, are at war with Russia, wearing a, a, a yellow and blue mask saying that we stand for Ukraine, while we send billions and billions of dollars over there, funding death, funding chaos, funding discord. There's no signs of it stopping. There's nobody talking about peace. Nobody talking for peace. Nobody advocating for peace. All they do is just cheer on the war. Cheer it on. More war. More death. And every single day that this thing heats up, that the boiling pot continues to bubble, 
we get closer and closer and closer to nuclear action, to nuclear war. And of course, the globalist depopulationist eugenicists would want nothing more than a nice clean sweep and they could just sit there and blame it on Russia and write it in the history books that Russia was this big evil power that destroyed the planet and then boom they can have their great reset great reset so two countries and their conflict that has nothing to do with you may cost you your life may cost us our own, our livelihoods, our infrastructure, our future, all because of globalism, all because of the Great Reset, all because of the New World Order. And speaking of unelected puppets inserted by corrupt global powers, that brings me to number three on this list of top five stories of 2022. Number three is the stolen elections. And I say elections because everywhere you look, stolen elections. Not just here in America. Not just John Fetterman stumbling and bumbling and mumbling. Like a fusion of Frankenstein meets Uncle Fester. And and fit to, to, to serve. He doesn't stand for universal back checks. That's... A point uh, that was compatible uh, made in, in June. Not just Kathy Hochul, the Green Goblin, terrorizing you, New York. Not just Katie Hobbs in Arizona, who literally worked on the vote counting committee. Okay, Katie Hobbs literally ran the, the vote counting process in Arizona. Katie Hobbs. Now, you tell me that's not a conflict of interest. And they've had hearings, and they took it to court. But no, they still contend that Carrie Lake lost to Katie Hobbs. Carrie Lake, who is a rock star. Badass. Famous. Everybody likes her. Everybody knows her. Everybody recognizes her face. She lost to Katie Hobbs that has a fraction of the amount of uh, Instagram followers that Carrie Lake does. And I know that doesn't really matter, but I, I think it does. Just like how Donald Trump had millions of people at his rallies and Joe Biden couldn't get people to fit in a broom closet to go and watch one of his rallies. I think that matters. I think that's empirical evidence. But of course, Katie Hobbs, she works. She ran the vote counting protocol in Arizona. And all of the vote tabulation machines not working and and the ballots not being the right size. It just goes on and on and on. I could do an entire podcast about this, this Arizona story alone. But it's not just here in America. In Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, who was probably the most populist leader, the most popular leader by his people. Everybody loved Bolsonaro. I love Bolsonaro. He stood up for Brazil. He lo- he hates the New World Order. He spoke out against the vaccines. He spoke out against the WEF by name. He lost, supposedly, to a guy that they brought out of jail, okay, a known corrupt mafioso over there in Brazil, a guy named Lula, 
and nobody likes Lula, they all hate Lula, even liberals that don't like Bolsonaro in Brazil, which are very few and far between, they were like, I didn't vote for Lula, I even voted for Bolsonaro, who voted for Lula? You can't find one person in Brazil that voted for Lula, and that's why you see the protests in Brazil popping off by the millions. You see oceans of people in yellow and green coming out for their country and for the leader that they elected, that they chose. And now the military, the Brazilian military, is even saying, we don't support Lula, we support Bolsonaro, and Brazil now is a, they're on the verge of a, of a civil war. Again, all playing right into the the hands of the globalists. All playing right into the hands of the New World Order and the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab says this. Klaus Schwab knows what he's doing. Klaus Schwab knows that they are preparing for the angrier world. We have to prepare for a more angry world. And all this is a part of it, whether it was January 6th and everybody protesting because they know Donald Trump really won the election, even though they try their hardest and they call you all sorts of names, election denier, brainwashed, conspiracy theorist, QAnon, nonsense, nonsense, bullying, they're desperate, they hate you, but you know what, they get away with it. They steal it right in front of your face. And the, the biggest example of it is in Brazil with Lula. Lula is a member of the World Economic Forum. Lula was endorsed by George Soros. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need to know when you got George Soros endorsing you? So all the elections are fraudulent. All the ones that they can manipulate, all of the ones that they can't allow the right people getting in, the right populist people that are actually going to run the country properly that aren't in the World Economic Forum Mafia. They cannot allow it. And then you're, you're going to ask me, oh, why did DeSantis get in? Well, have you ever been to Florida? There's not a soul in Florida. There's not one Floridian that I've ever met that doesn't like Ron DeSantis. So, it would be a very obvious steal. That would be a very angry world if they tried to steal it in Florida. And also, they can almost use this whole DeSantis thing to their advantage. They can pit us off against each other. Do you like Trump? Do you like DeSantis? So, it's it's a bargaining chip for the globalists. You gotta think the way that they think. They think long term. But the ones that they needed to steal... They did it. They stole it right in front of your face. They had Katie Hobbs that literally ran the ele- the vote counting protocols. Katie Hobbs ran the vote counting protocols. Katie Hobbs ran the vote counting protocols. Katie Hobbs ran the vote counting protocols. Lula is a World Economic Forum stooge. Everybody loves Bolsonaro. And that's why you're seeing a civil war in Brazil about to pop off. So just more of the angry world. And um, I only see this getting more egregious. Just like the other two. I only see this ramping up. I don't see this stopping. I don't see this taking a backpedal. I don't see this um, 
pumping the brakes anytime soon. I only see this accelerating. I only see it gearing up. I only see more election fraud in our future. I only see more muddled elections in our future. And they proved that they can get away with it in 2020 when they stole the American election from Donald Trump and all the people that voted for Donald Trump. And they tell you with a straight face that Joe Biden was the most voted for president in American history. (laughs) But you know what? It's not just fraud. There's so many brainwashed people out there. There are actually people out there that voted for John Fetterman. Could you believe it? It was the lake, excuse me, it was the, the law of the, of the nation. I, I, I never thought this was somebody that would, um, the, <laughs> so many things. Hi, good night, everybody. The brainwashing runs deep, Doc Connectors. The brainwashing runs deep. And that brings me to our runner-up for the top story of 2022. Our number two story of this year, 2022, it's not really a story, it's more of a uh, of a trend, it's more of multiple stories that funnel into a very, very evil agenda, and I talk about it all the time here on Connect Those Dots, and it's the whole LGBTQPIS plus two-spirit Trans, pedophilia, drag queen story, pedophile, showtime, dance time, agenda. And we really saw it um, rise up this year. It's sort of always been around. I mean, drag queen story time has been going on since 2015. Do you know that? Since 2015, they've been doing drag queen story times. And now here we are, it has evolved into drag queen stripper time for kids, drag queen dildo time for kids, drag queen burlesque show time for kids, and people actually bring their children to these things and flaunt them around and they try to show how woke they are. And we're seeing the effects of this indoctrination um, really start to take hold. I saw a poll somewhere where it said that one in five children in America, identify either as the opposite gender that they were born as, or they identify as non-binary, or they identify as trans, or they identify as a gender fluid. All this nonsense, all this bullcrap, all these lies, all this inversion has really, really, really ascended, has really, really risen this year of 2022, and it's it's blatant, it's in your face, they do their pride parades, I mean, the pride parades around the country this year were, were next level, something that I couldn't even imagine, I mean, just a few years ago, if you told me that there were going to be people running around in the street, twerking in kids' faces, smacking little kids with dildos in the street... I don't, I, I don't know how I would react. I, I, that's something that was completely unthinkable to me. It still is unthinkable to me. And But now it's happening. Now it's on film. Now it's there's footage of these pride parades. And they're so proud of being degenerate evil scumbags that sexualize children. But this is the timeline that we're in. This is the universe that we're in. This is the parallel evil satanic dimension that we find ourselves in. 
And uh, instead of playing you all the clips, I, I play them for you all the time. We'll convert your children. I'm actually going to be one of the drag queens reading for Drag Queen Storytime. Drag Queen Storytime. And for the children and the people that support it are going to realize that this is going to be the grooming of the next generation. Well, they're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. I'm going to play you a different clip here. And um, it's about sort of the mind virus, the woke, current thing. leftist mindset or NPC libtard mind virus, man, that, uh, that really has infected these people. And it, 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 it permeates everything from people who, jo who vote for John Fetterman, people who think Joe Biden was, uh, the, the most voted for president ever, people who think that, um, Wearing a mask in your shower is going to protect you from the spooky 19. People that think that taking endless mRNA injections is going to be good for you. I mean, they don't even know what mRNA is. This permeates everything, and it's such a beautiful little distillation of the psychosis that we all deal with, that we're dealing with from these people. So... Here's a little man on the street interview. They go up to a guy. They ask him about what he thinks about trans kids, trans kid surgeries. And you're going to see him go from it doesn't exist to it does exist and it's a good thing. So this is from the Babylon Bee. And we're going to break it down. They're not doing surgeries on All kids the studies we have in it is. You yes. can't. Yes, no, they they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. There is no doctor. So he just, so, so they, they go up to him and they're like, what do you think about trans kid surgeries? You know, they're giving uh, kids uh, younger than 18 years old irreversible surgeries where they cut off their genitals and castrate them and mutilate them. And he sits there with his mask on. They're not doing that to little kids. There's no way that they're doing that to little kids. Because intrinsically, you hear... As a human being, you hear that little children are being chopped up and that their genitals are being mutilated and being taken away from them and they're being castrated and they're being irreversibly altered for the rest of their lives. Intrinsically, as a human being, you hear that and they're like, there's no way that's going on. There's no way that they're doing that to little kids. How dare you even suggest that, that that's going on? But here we go. Let's continue with the clip. The law, there's no doctor in the United States who will give you a who will do an irreversible surgery under the age of 18. That's just not true. Chloe Cole is across the street. She had her breast cut off at 15. Do you want to come talk to her? Almostectomy is that's how you want to come talk to her. Was it for cancer or was no, it for gender? That's no, not true. Come talk to her. No. Was it for cancer? Was it for something else? No, it was uh, for gender affirmation that all you libs love so much. I love it's isn't it funny how they love it so much, but then you say, Oh, they did it to a kid. Or, oh, I don't think that's good. There's no way that's true. But it is true, buddy. And this guy's about to get his bubble bursted. I've got video from Kaiser Permanente in Oakland, California, where the doctor is admitting that the youngest patient they've cut the breasts off of is 12 years old. It's on video, my friend. Uh, I'm willing to bet you right now that that's an edited video where the doctor was talking about how the person had cancer, like breast cancer, and how to cut it, cut it off. See, it's just so unbelievable to him. He's, he's willing to say that somebody edited and doctored a video. To make it look like somebody said that. There's video all over the place of these doctors talking about so-called gender-affirming care and hormone blockers and etc, etc. 
But he's willing to go out on a limb and say that they edited a video together. There's no way that exists. But he's about to be shown the video, and uh, it's real. It ain't edited. And they're proud of what they do. But we're going to notice how he goes from, it doesn't exist, there's no way that exists, how dare you even suggest that that exists, and he's going to sit there and say, oh, I, it does exist, and you know what? It's actually good. All right, so this is a video by Boston Children's Hospital. For top surgery, you are requested, but not required, to have been on gender-affirming hormones for at least a year. Many surgical centers require you to be 18 for top surgeries. We'll see people as young as age 15 if they've been affirmed in their gender for a long period of time. And don't really I mean, b before, before he answers, I just want to comment on that video from the Boston Children's Hospital where they're so proud about talking about genitally mutilating children. If we gave them hormone blockers for a long time, it's suggested that we give them hormone blockers. It's suggested that their gender is being affirmed for a long time before we go ahead with the surgery. It creeps me out to no end how inverted and how backwards these people are. It's the complete opposite of affirming somebody's gender. That's like saying if I picked up the American flag, and I said the American flag is green, yellow, and black. It's not red, white, and blue. It's green, yellow, and black. I'm going to affirm that it's green, yellow, and black because in my mind, it's green, yellow, and black, and there's nothing you can tell me about it that's going to make it red, white, and blue. I'm affirming it. That's the same thing with a little boy that they throw propaganda at, they mix up, they confuse, 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 and then they say, no, Tommy, you're actually a little girl. You're actually Theodora. Can we affirm your gender and take away your pee-pee? So let's just get back to the clip. So the guy hears that super creepy clip after he said it's not going on, and then he's just proven that it is going on, and let's see him change his tune. So what are your thoughts about that? That, that fine to me? Well, you, you said it's not happening, so it is though, right? Okay, so we're going to acknowledge that? Yeah, I was incorrect about that for sure. What else do you think you might be incorrect about? Well, I'm sure plenty of things. I'm just you were very confident about that two minutes ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, like any reasonable person, I can so say So now do you believe that they cut off the breast of a 12-year-old at Kaiser Permanente? Or do I need to show you that video too? Was, were they on? Were they affirming to their chosen gender for a long time? The way they said they have to be in that video? Well, they don't have to be. They request it. That, that's a, as long as they have been. No, in fact, you can get these letters of approval for surgery over the phone. There was a Pride Festival in Madison, Wisconsin a few weeks ago. Someone set up a tent with a sandwich board saying trans or non-binary, free letters of recommendation for surgery. You can just walk up to the tent, get your letter for surgery that you need. Do you think that's the level of safeguarding we need for a lot of these kids who are struggling with other mental health comorbidities? If they want to transition, then yeah. Okay, so, so a second ago it wasn't happening. Now you acknowledge that it is happening. And you think it's good. So in under two minutes, this guy goes from, it doesn't exist, how dare you even suggest that exists, and then two minutes later, he, it's proven that it does exist, and he says, okay, it is happening, but it's actually a good thing because they're affirming the gender. Bruh. These people have no ideals. These people have nothing to stand on. These people are complete husks, complete empty vessels. That's why we call them NPCs. Because th there's nobody home.
nobody home. The light's on, but nobody's home. The game is on, but nobody's holding the controller. And these NPCs will be programmed until the day that they die. Unbelievable. He's horrified when he first hears about it. He's offended and he gets defensive about it. He says, how dare you even suggest that that's happening? Now it's proven that it's happening. Oh, they're affirming the gender, though. They're affirming the gender. And that right there is the perfect little package, the perfect little microcosm of the brainwashing that's going on, the indoctrination that's going on, especially with this trans agenda. And it's all by design. It's not just by coincidence. It ain't just happening because. Here's a clip of Klaus Schwab from 2015. Yes, Klaus Schwab from 2015 when he still had a few strands of hair on his head. And he's going to tell you that oh, we need to do it in the education system. We need to change the curriculums. We need to update the curriculums. So that we have the children know about gender equality. Yes, me, Klaus Schwab. Yes, I have my hands in everything. So when we define a, a project like our global educational initiative, I, I just describe it in a, in, a, in a second, we have under the leadership of Cisco and many other companies, practically all the big names, we, we try to revolutionize the educational system of uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Burundi um, by working together with the local uh, authorities. Um, we work also together with UNESCO, not only to equip the schools, but to put, uh, to retrain the teachers, to put the new curriculum into, uh, curricula into place. So yeah, Klaus Schwab loves uh, trans kids too, and that's why we see it in the schools. That's why we see all this gender nonsense in the schools. We see all these teachers are freakazoids with neon purple hair and dilated pupils and translucent skin and meek, soyified bodies and pasty faces. And these are the ones that you drop your children off with. All by design. All by design. And that's why we see this rise in so-called trans kids. Trans kids never existed before. Okay, this is a brand new thing in 2022 with, with trans kids. And one out of five kids identifying as gay or bi or non-binary or different gender or gender fluid or zimzer or I, I identify as a lion like in the Sebastian Maniscalco bit. It's all about creating dummies. It's all about creating people that don't even know what sex they are, that don't even know what gender they are. How can you make decisions in life when you don't even know what gender you are? You don't even know if you're a boy or a girl. You don't even know what bathroom to use. How can you make a decision in, in your everyday life when you can't even make the decision where you can go potty? So where does this go? What does the future hold for the whole trans agenda? Well, just like the previous stories, it's only going to ramp up. It's only going to ascend. It's only going to accelerate. Bruh.
I wish that I can sit here and tell you that this is the worst we're ever going to see. This is as bad as it's going to get. We're going to go back to, uh, you know, the way it used to be where, uh, you know, you look down in your pants and if you got a pee-pee, you're a boy. And if you don't, you're a girl. I wish we could go back to that. I wish I could tell you that it's going to go back to that. But uh, I, I just don't see it happening unless we have a real, real big culture change. As bad as the pride festivals and pride marches and pride parades were this year of 2022. uh, Unfortunately, I don't think we've seen anything yet. I don't think we've seen anything yet. I think we're going to go full Sodom and Gomorrah before we see anything get better. Before we see improvements. We might think that we're at rock bottom with this, but... uh. It gets, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's going to get more perverted. It's going to get more in your face. You're going to get more demonized for speaking out against it. They're going to defend pedophilia right in front of your face as they're already doing. One example of this in action is the misuse of the term groomer. Anti-LGBTQ activists have appropriated this terminology used by survivors of childhood sexual abuse and used it to slander LGBTQ people and our allies as predatory, harmful toward children. You're going to see more children identify as not what they are. You're going to see more inversion and it's all part of the plan. It's all part of this transhumanist, eugenicist plan. This depopulation plan. The more kids you can confuse, the more kids you can pervert at a young age, the more pedophilia that you can insert into the lives of children, the less people you're going to have, ultimately. Right? It's a depopulation tactic, and you know these globalists love depopulation. Down to zero. So that's my number two story of 2022. And uh, that brings me to the dreaded number one. Yes, number one. And I think we were all expecting this. Obviously, number one story of 2022 was the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars. Keep my wife's name out your mouth i'm going to okay ah ha ha i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking of course i'm i'm joking the real number one story of this year and it comes probably to no surprise of anybody who's an avid listener of connect those dots who's an avid dot connector is died suddenly An elderly woman has died in what's believed to be South Australia's first case of fatal blood clotting caused by the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. Investigation is underway tonight over whether a local man suffered blood clots as a result of getting the Pfizer vaccine. Two teachers who were at Soames Elementary School for more than 20 years and passed away suddenly this school year. Therapeutic Goods Administration is calling for calm following the deaths of two people in our state who received the COVID vaccine. Woodgrove High School student-athlete Colette Bain passed away unexpectedly after a medical emergency. 
<gasps> a 20-year-old nursing student died of cardiac arrest one day after getting the mandatory. The 16-year-old had a cardiac arrhythmia. High school cheerleader who died suddenly. Conclusions over the death of a woman from blood clots after receiving the a COVID vaccine. A Queensland man is in intensive care tonight, suffering a blood clot after receiving his AstraZeneca vaccine. Over whether a local man suffered blood clots as a result. Due to a blockage in an artery with medical experts confirming the death of a Central Coast woman is likely linked to the jab. Yes, yes, yes. Died suddenly. All these people dying suddenly. The Google search for died suddenly in 2022 increased like like, like 5,000%. People are searching out died suddenly. The words died suddenly are in so many articles pertaining to people who have passed away. Somebody mentioned to go on to Google and then type in died suddenly and find the news articles that would pop up. And lo and behold, here's a whole listing of people, of articles, of people within the, that last week who died suddenly. Younger people, older people, but a lot of younger people throughout around the world. Famous people, athletes have just dropped dead without explanation. And it's like it's no big deal. It's like we just don't know. Uh, it happens. But no, it's, it's not happened. It's never happened like this until now. From the coroner's offices to the funeral homes to the morticians to the doctors seeing constant people dying suddenly, dying suddenly. There's no explanation. They just died suddenly. U.S. life insurance companies have reported an overwhelming and unexplainable increase in all-cause deaths among 18 to 49-year-olds. 40% is no one's even no one's even calculated that i mean that that's never been uh factored into what things would look like it's apocalyptic this is the number one story of 2022 and they try to make up every single excuse in the book for why these people are dying suddenly Oh, they took a cold shower. Yeah. Oh, uh, they got really excited when they saw Avatar 2. They died suddenly. Oh, uh, their shoelaces were tied on too tightly. I swear these are actual stories. They're trying to explain away this died suddenly. They're trying to dance around the obvious elephant in the room because they cannot face the horror that we were all hit with a death jab that we were forced and coerced and bullied and attacked and lied to and experimented upon with these injections that they call vaccines the fake vaccine and man i harp on these shots all the time on connect those dots it's almost a little bit redundant if i go into it right now but Man, I, I had my own battle with this ultimatum. You take this shot or you don't work here anymore, Joe. And I chose the latter. I chose not to give in to peer pressure. I chose not to give in to satanic corpo bullying. But not everybody had the fortitude that I had. Not everybody had the fortitude that you had. Not everybody had the fortitude to say no. And a lot of these people are paying the ultimate price now. Not just dying suddenly. That might be lucky if you just die suddenly. 
But everything from blood clots to paralysis to cancers to Guillaume berets to your skin melting off your face to just constantly being sick and having a compromised immune system. We are only just beginning to see the repercussions of these jabs. And funny enough, they want you to keep taking them. Funny enough, they, they, they can't admit, they can't look themselves in the face and say, I got tricked. They can't look themselves in the face and say, I was lied to. They can't face the horror. They can't handle the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! But eventually, we're all going to have to face this horror. Eventually, we're all facing this horror. We're all going to know somebody that was affected by this jab. We're all going to know somebody that died suddenly. We're all going to know somebody that had a miscarriage when they shouldn't have. We're all going to know somebody who's now infertile because of this jab. And it goes on and on and on. And it's only going to continue to progress. Because they're not letting up on this jab. They still want you to take it. They still want you to take more. And they're never going to stop sticking a needle inside of you. Do you think that we will every fall have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with COVID just like we get a flu shot? I think so. And they're going to come up with every single excuse to stick more needles inside of you. Whether it's dangling things in front of your face, like your job, like the concert you want to go to, like the flight that you want to take. Clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say, if you're vaccinated, you can do all these things here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway or their big holy grail and this is my big prediction for 2023 and beyond maybe it won't happen in 2023 but it, it will happen soon the next pandemic as they all love to talk about so much to be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We have to be ready for the next pandemic. We do need more money, but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. The next pandemic. They want another pandemic to terrorize you and probably something that's going to be a little bit more nasty than this whole uh, spooky 19 that they cooked up. They want to scare you again. They want to terrorize you again. They want to lock you inside your home again. If you're fortunate enough to have a home when they roll out this next pandemic. 
because of all the inflation and the angry world. But with all of the people dying suddenly and everything just being swept under the rug, oh, I don't know what it could be. There's no way it could be this new vaccine that everybody took. There's just no way that could possibly be the, 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 the reason why all these people are dying suddenly. Stephen Colbert told me to take it. Howard Stern told me to take it. Jimmy Kimmel told me to take it. I was watching The View and they told me to take it. Anthony Fauci's a nice man. He told me to take it. There's no way they could be lying to me. Bill Gates, he's the Microsoft guy. He's such a nice fella. But as we enter 2023, the trend of died suddenly is not going to let up. You're going to see more died suddenly. You're going to see more people getting weird adverse reactions. And you're going to see more people living in denial. You're going to see more Stockholm Syndrome. You're going to see more people not connecting the dots. Not realizing. Refusing to look themselves in the mirror and say, I got tricked. I took this shot and it hurt me. And that's the biggest tragedy of 2022. All these people were bullied into taking this shot. God forbid they get hurt. I don't want anybody getting hurt. I say this all the time. I hate seeing people getting hurt. I hate seeing those headlines of died suddenly. But you know what I hate more? People that live in denial. People that can't face the cold fact that these people at the top, these eugenicist mad scientists are out for blood, are out for death, are out for less people. And they sit and they laugh about it. All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls, I want less on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) So there's my top five uh, stories of 2022. Congratulations to all of the winners of this contest it was it was a tough contest here it was tough to narrow it down to just five winners but congratulations to you number five open border cheer cheer it up give it a stand give them a standing ovation number four the ukraine fake proxy war number three all the stolen elections not just here in america but all over the world number two our runner-up the trans agenda and number one our champion of 2022 died suddenly clap it up clap it up bravo bravo standing ovations but we can't forget our honorable mentions right the whole ftx scandal and sam bankman freed the whole climate change agenda 2022 is a big year for climate change Just ask the Netherlands farmers, the food processing plants just blowing up all over the world. Yeah, give it up for the food processing plants blowing up. Uh, Assisted suicide being popularized with the MAID initiative. We can't forget about you, MAID. Thank you so much, MAID. And um, China, just China in general is a big year for China in 2022. China. I love them. China. So, Connectors. On this beautiful award show of the top five 
horrific stories. The fearsome five, the ferocious five. We say adieu to you, 2022. And we'll see you in 2023. God bless. And never stop connecting those dots. <laughs>